Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Play Along Podcast, a podcast where we play through games and my audio doesn't peak. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm joined by Kai and Ben. As always, guys, how the hell are you? How's it going? I'm good. I'm very tired, uh, but I'm good. Yeah, we were partying uh, last night. Yeah, all three of us. Yeah, we were. We were all together, jamming it out. I'm. I too. I'm tired. Um, I can not feel. Partying, I can feel the crust in your voice as you yeah. <laughs> speak for the few first times this morning. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I am. You know. Can't say excited to talk about Chrono Trigger, but excited to be here with y'all. So. Oh, we're, you're excited to be here with us and to talk about things Chrono Trigger, maybe yeah. not specifically, but exactly. That's good. Well, if you're listening for the first time, you don't know. Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in kind of a book club slash audio format. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then get that game and then break it into sections. And each week come together and discuss that section specifically. We'll go through the game mechanics. We'll go through narrative. We'll talk about everything in its entirety. Uh, We do dive deep into the game's narrative, so if you are trying to avoid spoilers for anything, we recommend either play the game along with us or play the game first and then come back and listen to the episode. But if all that sounds dandy and interesting, make sure to follow us on our social channels. You can find excuse me, you can find any of our social channels in our link tree and that's anywhere. Just Google Play Along Podcast and you can find our podcast. Um, To the SEO, baby. SEO. Uh, and make sure to leave us a five star review if you think it's cool because it makes us happy. And or any kind of yeah. feedback if you want, if you think that yeah. we suck at some point, then cr- constructive criticism is also welcome. Any of that yeah. is fine. Yeah. Um, it's been far too long since we had a negative review. We're sitting at a nice crisp four point seven stars on Spotify and twenty eight reviews. So I mean, someone didn't leave a five star. I'm looking <laughs> at you. I don't it know was me. I, was, I, just, I heard we were playing Chrono Trigger, and I was like, three stars. <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> fucking hate this podcast. Uh, I will say that we did request three-star reviews early on into the show. We are like, please we give did. us mm-hmm. give us some criticism. So I guess that's our fault for uh, asking people no, to do that. Four, I, I said this to you yesterday. I'll repeat it here. 4.7 feels real. Yeah. All five stars mm-hmm. feels like you just have a big family that you were like, hey, guys. Friends and podcasters that all like yeah, our stuff like, and give us five stars. Yeah. Come on, go leave us a review, please. We Someone found, like, our fucking episode of Stray, and they were like, no, that game sucks, man. Fuck yeah. these guys. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm i always nervous when I look at, like, Yelp, and a restaurant has, like, five stars. Mm. I'm like, mm, mm. interesting. Are you putting those reviews in? But if it's, like, 4.6, 4.7, 4.8, I'm like, oh, that's real. See, the difference with, like, Yelp is if I see a five stars, I'll usually go through and see, like, the comments that people leave on, on the review. And there's usually, like, most of them are five, but some of them are four, some yeah. of them are three. Just the majority are five. So it's like, oh, that's cool. But I, I see what you're saying. Someone's on this also, like, most mm, people have terrible opinions. Been. So it's like, I'm not yeah. going to listen to most people. We are the we are three of the very few people in the world who have good opinions. So. <laughs> yeah, us, us solely. We have, we have the best opinions. I thought you were going to That's why we get a uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And you're a listener. You're just a sad little listener, <laughs> opinionless. Unless you think you have good opinions, then you can go uh, to that link tree and join our Discord. You can engage with us. 
and share your so-called good opinions to test if they really are good. Bow, wow! I love that little bow. Um, if you don't know, I'm notorious for forgetting that we have a Discord here every time. Uh, Mm -hmm. I shout out everything except the Discord. So Kai, beautiful, chef's kiss, five star, five stars actually. Five stars for that (laughs) Discord plug. Five stars for the Discord plug. Um, in the last episode, not Chrono Trigger, but we had uh, this month's Get Wrecked episode come out, and that was with myself and Nick from Friday Night Gamecast. Check out his podcast. I mean, we'll have such a such a cool show. Uh, but we talked about Bioshock and uh, Dead Space. It was a really fun episode, mm-hmm. and two kind of really big heavy hitters of the, the 360 era, both kind of the suspense, horror, thrill. So if, those, if you're interested in those two games, go check it out. It was a good time. Two games I've never played. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Ben. Okay. We should have had you I, on there and just mean I've Nick never played a Dead Space. I've never played a Bioshock. I'm very, very pumped That's for wild. uh the Dead Space remake. Oh, that'll and be for good. At least protocol, but that is uh that is a whole completely different tangent. Another topic for the, another day. The blind spots that you have developed. Yeah, Bioshock and Dead Some, Space. Like, Those niche, are big ones. Niche ass games that you're like, oh yeah, I've played that. And then it's like, oh yeah, Bioshock? Yeah, I've never played Bioshock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh but in the last episode of Chrono Trigger, we ended by coming to the end of time, kind of this uh, overall hub that we will now use to traverse different time periods, open different portals that connect to different instances in time. We met uh, Grandfather Time himself and the weird little rabbit creature that gives us magic. Mm-hmm. Um, our task now is to kind of head back to our current time, 1000 AD, and kind of reconvene and, and, and go from there. When we head into the portal from end of time to 1000 AD, we pop out of a a, a dresser or a um, what would you call this? Not a cabinet. It's like a cabinet. It's like a, yeah, like a yeah, cabinet like a or kitchen. something. Kitchen. Yeah, it's and like a kitchen cabinet. Almost like a pantry. There we go. Pantry is yeah. probably a little better. We we come out of a pantry and there's these two creatures that are standing there, very confused why we have just jumped out of their pantry and but pretty not upset. Really confused, that, not really confused enough though. No, because yeah. they're like, "What did you just do?" If someone fucking popped out of my pantry, I would reach for a kitchen knife and impale them immediately. So like, it was more that they're like inconvenienced by someone coming out like, of their oh, pantry. Than, not again! Something tells me that their pantry is a time portal, and they're used to this shit. Like, God, <laughs> God damn it! Like, out of all Every the places, time we try to have a nice evening together, and well, this shit we, happens. We know that time portals drop us in an instance in time in that exact spot. So, unfortunately, their house and their pantry was on top of a time portal. So, that's kind of. The I wonder if that was like on the lease. Said yeah. this was a quiet neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like there say. should be like a little law in like right. Medina Village or something. Like you know how you have to declare if there's been a murder at the house when you're trying to sell the house. Yeah, exactly. You should have to declare if there's a time portal. So, there's That's two a- full bathrooms, and there's a time, a time portal, portal. In, the, in the pantry. <laughs> what uh, was that funny. last part? Nothing. There's a backyard. That's funny you say that, Ben, because uh, I'm looking at apartments now, and I realize one of the apartments I'm looking at, uh, just in June, had a murder happen there. Someone chopped up their mom and threw her in a trash can, so... Ah, that's still discount, though. That's, that's what I, what I said. <laughs> That's a deal on like, the steal. Uh, you get like three hundred dollars off the monthly rent. Just, just get some sage in there. You'll be fine, bro.
but yeah, now we are in our current time, but we are on a different continent than yes. our original continent that we're in. Uh, when we go into the square and kind of walking around these areas, it kind of seems like what I had assumed in the beginning is that we kind of messed up time. And now like, this is the era where the the monsters had won and they're celebrating their victory. It's we're, yeah. nothing has really changed, but it seems like on this side of the world, the monsters are, are under the assumption that like, Oh yeah, we, we had this, we got this, we won. It's kind of like they're the millennium fair for the, the creatures and the monsters. They're kind of yeah. celebrating uh, this individual whose name is Magus, which, uh, apparently Magus was the one that ultimately summoned Lavos and created this big destruction that happened that we had Lavos. seen from going into the future. Yes. And uh, I, I just, I want to flex a little bit and be like, I knew immediately that we was in the same time period because the little map has blue dots on it to show you where you've been. So yeah, that's I right. Knew, when I, I looked at the map, I realized we were just on the other side of that yeah. same continent. Um, and so I I just kind of wandered around aimlessly, really. Um, I walked into a inn and tried to stay at the inn. Yeah, they wouldn't serve me because I was a human and humans were the scum of the earth. Yeah, and so I I had to fight them. Dirty little human. Yeah, and then when I did beat them, he wanted to charge me like four hundred gold for the night or something obnoxious. And I refused, and he was like, "Oh, did you really think I was going to charge a human to go in rate?" And one, there's, um, oh, go on. I was like, one thing I did notice, and we'll get into it when we end up going to the past. But I noticed that the rate at which, like, a normal inn is like twenty gold, but in six hundred AD, the rate for an inn is like six or eight gold. So I thought that was like mm-hmm. a little cool nod that the the amount of things cost different in different times. Chrono periods. Trigger has inflation yeah, confirmed. Inflation. <laughs> <Woo>, capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> capitalism at its finest. But it's the same in the marketplace. If you go to the marketplace to try and you buy anything, the individuals to do it. You have to fight them and then it's like like I think he wanted to charge me like sixty thousand for a sword or something. And I was just like, no, that is what absolutely is ridiculous. Cool sword, though? It was strict. It gave me like plus four to my attack. It was like oh, yeah, next to fuck all. Um, so after this, kind of, okay. if you're meandering around this continent, the next point of interest is the the Hecker and Cave. And I think ultimately our goal is to try to find a way back to our continent in yeah. itself. Um, so we go into the Hecker and Cave, and the Hecker and Cave is ultimately pretty straightforward. I, I was talking to Kai about this yesterday. I really like some of the like environmental background. Um, uh, visuals they kind of have like this, this painterly style to them which i think is really is really nice to look at um, this cave confused me why does cave confuse you <laughs> okay because so you you go through the cave and it's all fairly simple and then i got to this uh room and there was some creatures that defeated the creatures and there was a chest and i was like oh it's a dead end ran around couldn't find where i needed to go looked on a walkthrough and it was talking about how you can uh, essentially there's like a waterfall and a stream that go through the cave and you're supposed yeah. to go f- along the stream and then up this other side that you can't access. And I was like, bro, how the fuck am I supposed to get what? And it turns bro, out the room, the room I thought was a dead end has this like weird hole in the wall that mm. when I... Because I didn't run fully into the corner, so the map didn't generate in the corner. But right, then when right. I 
when I completed the map, I saw the hole in the wall on the map, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, right, that's where I'm supposed to go. That's that's an interesting thing in this game, too, is kind of what while you're exploring any area, the map will populate as you're walking around. Um, and if you don't go to a certain area or corner, if there is a door or if there is an exit, that necessarily will appear on the map itself. Um, Not only is Chrono an amateur swordsman, he's also an amateur cartographer. <laughs> he's an amateur so. explorer. <laughs> yeah. Why, why didn't we just not teleport here? Because, like, you go to the end of the time, this is where the gate comes out. We're like, oh, this isn't right. where we need to be. Then you can just go to a different time. I mean, we have time travel powers regardless. And since we're only traveling with three people, it doesn't really matter, right? So why why couldn't we just circumvent this pointless little adventure and be like, because oh, I don't want to go to this dumbass cave? Because every time we take a portal for the first time, it takes us back to the end of time. Yes, it connects there, and then it, then it reroutes. Essentially, essentially now because we met Robo, there is no way for us to just travel from place to place. We always go back to the end of time, and then always have to mm -hmm. go from the end of time to another place. The end of time is our hub, and we can just use that to interconnect any of the portals That's that are around the world. Shit. It, yeah, it's it's very. Um, I, it sounds horrible to say because it's kind of stereotypically stuff that happens in like Japanese media, but it's very much just plot armor and it's plot reasons and mm. no real explanation as to what it's like. You know, when you watch Dragon Ball, I guess spoiler for Dragon Ball Z, but like Goku dies and then he just comes back and it's like, oh, what? yeah, he just has he has plot armor. He's the main character. Like, doesn't matter. So whenever he gets in mortal danger, you're like, ah, eh, he's gonna be fine. It's it have Goku. This shit happens. I'm watching One Piece currently. This shit happens in One Piece all the time. It's just like this person. Sure, he'll just he'll just randomly be he'll be fighting someone that he's clearly underpowered for, and he's like, "I'll use my friendship, and that'll put me through." And it's like, "Oh, okay, whatever." Yeah, yeah, lots uh, of friendship power. Yeah, but Hecarim Cave, like I said, other other than uh, it being kind of a different environment, really straightforward. Nothing really of interest. I don't think there's really any new enemies we fight in here. All the enemies are pretty the same as we fought up to this point but we get to kind of the the point of interest here there's a save point right in front of this uh this cave leading to the next area and this is where we find the boss for hecarin cave which is appropriately named hecarin hecarin is a weird i don't know what to s describe this man he's like um it's a weird mole like an ogre mixed with a dragon yeah kind of he's he's like a purple shrek with dragon claws and dragon spines <laughs> Purple, bro. This is blue. Nothing like Shrek, bro. Also, nothing like Shrek. Shrek before he had his morning coffee, a hundred percent. Oh, he the claws. <laughs> he the looks claws like a dinosaur. Like a yeah, dinosaur. that's what I mean. He's like mixed with a dragon. Okay, um, bro. I, I went to bed at four a.m. Okay, I'm very <laughs> fucking tired. God, that looks like Shrek, bro. <laughs> um, but Hecarin, uh, okay. Hecarin is pretty straightforward in his fight. He's weak to magic, and physical attacks do nothing to him. I learned that real quick. No. I was like, oh, I'll attack him with a Chrono Trigger. Boy. And it was like, did five damage. I was like, well, I know not to do that. Um, I think... I'm trying to look at the moves that he does. It seems like that he uses pretty much primarily like water-based moves here. So fuck this guy. I <sighs> struggled with this guy so much. Um, easy. And, well, see, he is easy if you know the gimmick so all of his attacks are water-based he does like this uh whirlpool attack that targets one person does a shit ton of damage most of the time 
he just shoots bubbles at you that kind of hit you for like 30 40 not really yeah. doing much um he also has this attack on here where he just shouts yes indeed or yar and jumps <laughs> at one person yeah. and just attacks them for a shit ton of physical damage but what screwed me over is the water is wave the water wave so i did not know yeah Apparently, this is a square trope. Um, I did not notice until I read the walkthrough because I'd lost to this guy like 13 times and I just could oh, not do it anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I, when I say I struggled, I struggled because he does this thing where he's like, oh, go ahead, try and attack me. Um, and it's like, I got baited hard, man. Because when he was like, try and attack me, I was just like, all right bet let's go <laughs> unleash everything there was fucking firewalls and all sorts of shit coming his way and every single attack when he's in that mode causes this water wave which hits our entire party for a hundred damage give or take you sometimes i was taking 110 sometimes i was taking a bit Damn. less um it turns out you're supposed to use that time to heal you're supposed to like use robo yeah. to heal or or a world with Marl, whoever you have. Yeah. Um, so once I knew that, this guy was, was a piece of piss. I was like, oh, cool. You're giving me healing time. Like, let's take advantage of that, yeah. get some MP back and stuff. But I did not know about this trope that happens with That's Square a trope games. That, yeah, that going forward, a lot of the bosses that we fight, they all have this one move where the, this is the move that you're prompted to heal at the time or in some instances you have to attack like in bosses bosses going forward they'll do like this reading stance and if you hit them during that it stops them from doing their big main attack correct um, rpg yeah. players hate this one weird trick to beating yeah. <laughs> just wait it's just so like i i remember i was sitting there reading a walkthrough and i saw that and i was like fucking really like, i think i really... did like I ended up doing it on accident. Like he did his water wave or whatever. He was like setting up a stance and he hadn't attacked. And I was like, oh shit, this is a perfect time to heal. And then it was kind of like happenstance that I just didn't attack him during that time too. Cause you'll get a little prompt where he says like combat stance disengaged or something. And that's the, yeah, exactly. That's like, the oh. game talking to you, telling you like, oh, okay, but, you're cool now. Yeah. I can see that at this point though, especially with the level that we're at in, in fighting this, getting a hundred, plus damage in this is devastating <laughs> mate i was like level 15 and yeah. aside from robo of... which robo's thick as hell the other people oh, oh, a decent amount of health. i mean chrono's got like two i think he had like 220 ish at the time yeah so to lose 100 and then to have him be the target of that cyclone that does like 80 damage and then it was just like absolute hell on earth and i don't know yeah I think it was kind of... It's not necessarily entirely my fault because it's a stupid fucking gimmick. It's your uh, fault. But I... All of the bosses so far have also just been kind of hack and slash. They have allies that they spawn. You destroy the pods and then you attack the main boss. Like, there's never been one that really has had this, like, don't attack me moment. I had I had this problem going forward with one of the bosses we'll talk about in a, in a little bit. Where I was like, that was the first one that I'm like, oh shit, this is like hard. Like I had to yeah. do this multiple times before I beat it. But it's it's seeming like at least some of the bosses at least are are starting to ramp up a little bit of difficulty. At least in either their um, gimmick of how you're fighting them, or they just are fucking 
I mean, the health or I mean, the next doesn't help that we've been avoiding uh, battles. Yeah. Oh, no, don't get <laughs> dodging our way through the overworld. I'm really good at dodging. Uh, There's no rare candy in Chrono Trigger, bro. You've you've got to <laughs> you got to do it. It's all about the grind. You bad grind. It's when you just let Jared do what he's got to do, and you just go to target buy some veggie straws or whatever i'm just fucking <laughs> buy some veggie straws. you know he's like a fucking book written all <laughs> over your forehead so uh but yeah hecarin relatively straightforward in in the boss fight after we defeat him there is this uh like pool of water that's behind him and when we jump in it's apparently a whirlpool vortex that sucks us in and then just spits us out on our normal continent. Very convenient. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Also um, not how whirlpools work whatsoever, but yeah. It's how this whirlpool works. It's like a it's like a it's like a teleporter. It's you just mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like I'm picking the game apart too much, but like you know It's not how whirlpools work. I, I feel it's not even that I feel like there could have been a better mechanic. Like why can't we just have had a fucking boat? Why can't yeah. we have just sailed across the cool. water back to our continent? Why does there have to be this whirlpool? Like, Hecron could have been, like, the captain of the ship, and it could have been, like, you know... <gasps> what if there was, like, a him. Johnny appearance from Super Mario RPG that, like, showed up in here? That would have been great. Stop it, man. <laughs> just, like, you, you're so hot for Johnny. Like, I, I got over it. I've moved on. You're, you're still hooked up on him. I found, I found I still, other loves. <laughs> I still have his poster hooked up in my my room. I oh, actually, it reminded me. I need to Google something very quickly. <laughs> Go on, carry on. Oh, that reminded me. I need to order my official Johnny poster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you get back to your main continent that we're in. And uh, the goal now is to get back to Truce Canyon and take that gate and head to 600 AD because uh, our assumption now is we know that Magus is the one that summoned Lavos. If you go back in time to 600 AD and fight Magus, we could stop the whole Lavos thing from happening in its entirety. Um, there's well, some items. Because... Oh, sorry. Go on. I was say there's some, there's some items that you can get in here too, and you can talk to Chrono's mom and introduce uh, your party members to Chrono's mom and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But the the main goal for here is to get to Truce Canyon. Yeah. So the the reason we're going back is because in the continent that we were in, people, especially where we teleported from, those two little creatures mm-hmm. were talking to us about how 400 years ago there was a big war between humans and the monsters, yeah. monsters and so we're like, oh, well, if Magus is to do with that, then if we go back 400 years, we'll be able to stop it. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, that's that's our goal. Head back into the time and defeat Magus before he comes. Now, now that we are back in, in 600 AD or in Truce Canyon, uh, we're going to make our way back to the castle, the castle that's there to try to assist or get some more information on Magus and this, this war that's going on between the, the monsters and the humans. Um, 
yeah, Guardia Castle, Guardia Castle and Guardia Forest is is where our next point of interest is. And just talk to people around the castle and ask them about uh, the war and everything like that. Oh, uh, interesting. I went to the bridge first. Oh, interesting. I went straight. For I, the don't castle. I don't know why. I I just kind of walked along and was like exploring and saw that there was a bridge that I could cross, but there are uh, soldiers there, and they explain that Magus forces are mm. uh, basically fucking them over on the other side of the bridge and they have no yeah. supplies and they're they're basically on the brink of defeat i mean and then you... from there that's when i went to the castle yeah i mean you kind of did the right thing kind of because it helped you in that because when you go into guardia castle the individuals of the castle tell you that the king has been injured from the fight um and you're supposed to go and then talk to the chef to to bring rations to these individuals that need them but you have to have talked to them first. So I went to Guardia Castle, found out the king was injured. And then you have to go to the bridge. You talk to one of the uh, head soldiers that are guarding the bridge. He tells you that his brother, the chef in the castle, uh, needs to prepare them some kind of rations, like where the rations are because their soldiers are yeah. low on food. So then you go back to Guardia Castle, talk to the chef who's... There, there's some there's some brotherly uh, there's quarrel some, that's yeah, happening. Yeah, there's some... There. There's some uh, you know, they need some couples therapy. <laughs> or... <laughs> You know, Something maybe, maybe just a sit-down conversation. The chef is very upset. His brother is just some uh, meathead douchebag. I think he's also upset army. because he feels like the 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 chef and the cooks here are, are looked less than the soldiers, even though they're the yeah. ones kind of providing the the nourishment for the soldiers to continue. And he's oh, like, we ah, make the food. Nobody us. I like to imagine that he's that? Italian for some reason. <laughs> of course, he's Italian. He's a chef. Uh, but and it's interesting because when you go and talk to him, he actually doesn't give you uh, any of the rash. It's, it's like jerky, which is so weird for for rations, like a bag of beef jerky or something. Uh, but it's not until you leave the kitchen and you're heading out the door that he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. Okay, here's this jerky. Give it to my brother. Tell him to come back alive." And then he walks away. It's like, Damn, he does well, love him still. Character development? Question mark. Brotherly love, right there. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Also, jerky is a great snack. Jerky right? is a High great protein. snack. High protein. Energy. High protein doesn't doesn't rot. Mm -hmm. If you're if you're good. if you're in you the eastern Sierras, then that's the best beef jerky that you possibly could have. I don't know what the place is called. I forgot. Kind of knows what it's, it's called. Gus's. Gus's beef jerky. It's it right is on three ninety five outside of Alancha. Mm -hmm. uh, you can you can get it online at Gus's. Really great jerky dot i didn't know com. they sold it online i believe yeah you can order it online it is fantastic i recommend the teriyaki uh flavored uh, beef jerky he, and he makes all of it um, just also right if you're there, a fan of, of nuts their nuts are very good uh they have a uh his nuts specifically seasoned pistachio that's quite yummy that's a beef jerky shout for the episode. Yeah, I think it's called Gus is Really Good Beef This jerky. episode is sponsored by Gus is Really this Great Beef Jerky. This episode brought to you by Gus is Really Good Beef Jerky. That would be amazing. Literally in a town of 300 fucking people. Yeah, but for great. real, though, like if you great see this, Gus, hit these boys up. They like some yeah. jerky. Yeah. We, I would love to be sponsored by Gus and just be like, nom on some jerky mid-episode. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so now we have jerky in hand. We take it to the night captain there. And one of the foot soldiers comes and says that the the monsters are pushing forward, and the captain informs them, or or or, or rather tells them to hold their hold their place and, and don't let the monsters go across the bridge. 
Um, I had to go back to talk to him, but if you talk to the knight captain again, he gives you the gold helm, which you can give to Chrono, which boosts his defense and everything, which is which is mm-hmm. nice. Definitely, definitely good. Um, but now we're tasked to essentially assist these uh, knights in defending Zenon Bridge, which is the bridge here. We get introduced to some new enemies. There is this weird fat piccolo looking dude that will uh, summon oh, these little skeletons. <laughs> I call him Uzi. I met I him. Can't read, and I'm dyslexic. Guys, <laughs> like that's Ozzy. You met? Ozzy? I met Ozzy. Yeah, he's in Medina Village. Um, in a thousand AD, you can actually talk to him. Um, in that sort of I do remember that. bit. Yeah. Uh, he's like the elder of that area or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me a while to put two and two together, but then when I saw him on the bridge, I was like, "Oh, that's my boy Ozzy." What is the very large uh, Namekian in Dragon Ball Z? Do you know his name? The very fat man. He sits in the big chair. Oh, holy name? shit! King, King Namekian. That's who he looks like. I don't remember what his name is, but that's what he looks like. I haven't watched Dragon Ball in a very long time. Yeah, my Dragon Ball Z knowledge is lacking. <laughs> Last time I watched Dragon Ball Z, I was like 11. I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z in a long time. Where can you watch it now? Is it on Crunchyroll? I imagine you watch Dragon I know Super it is on, on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. I don't know if like, um, Dragon Ball and Z is on Crunchyroll. but Grand Elder Guru. That's such a dumb name. That's not That's cool. That's a dumbass name. Mm-hmm. That's like three, like, el- like... Like old wise person names, the Grand Elder Guru, the Wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Why pick? Just have them all. Uh, but that's what he looks like. He looks like that, and he summons these little skeleton creatures. Uh, and what you'll do is you kind of go through yeah. like <laughs> three waves of of this uh, on the bridge. The skeleton things are are pretty straightforward. They die in a couple hits. They're not they're not tanky at all. Um, but as you get here, if you target all super skeleton, yeah. If, if you target, target Ozzy, Ozzy, then it's easier yeah. to just go through all of them then. Uh, yeah. But once we get to the end of the bridge, you push Ozzy to the very end, he'll then summon these three skeletons, or four, and they will fuse together to create Zombor. And Fuck this guy even more than Hecran. So this is, this is what Zombor is. Hold on, I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Thank oh, you. I didn't realize he has eyes in his crotch. That's yeah, really... That's really yeah. Oh, okay. So Zombor in itself doesn't have two pieces. Yeah, doesn't have a ton of health. He's consisted of an upper half and a lower half, and both of those individual halves you can target. The problem is, and please correct me if I've now mixed up these two things, is with each one of the top and bottom half, they can only be hit by either physical or magic attacks. If you hit the wrong part with the wrong attack, it'll actually give him health. It's close. It's okay. close. It's different types of magic. So yeah. okay. the top one is uh the top one absorbs fire, lightning, or the wind slash. That's what and it was. The I was one, using lightning and it was giving him health, and I was very Yeah, the bottom one absorbs shadow and water. So the idea is you have to flip that and then hit lightning on the bottom and hit water on the top. Mm, um, okay. It's very confusing and leads to lots of situations where you accidentally target the wrong part of Zumbo and give him back a bunch of health and just makes the entire situation very tedious. Uh, this is the boss fight where I died many times before I not only kind of put together two and two of how, how to fight Zumbo, but just defeating him in general because he also has uh, big boy attacks where he will shoot the entire team for 
like 60 yeah. damage or so and then i was yeah. like the same thing in other battles where i'm stuck in loops of using like the athenian yeah. waters to heat to revive people doom 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 fun. doom uh tech yeah, these, the crotch these, laser yeah these names are hilarious by the way <laughs> like some of their gore, gore, gore. Ah, doom 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 gore 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 mp buster like okay well that last one <laughs> doom, doom, oh doom, that one fucking this. sucked as well no it he steals terrible. your mp it's fucking yeah. so i managed to I don't know how I managed to defeat this guy first time, but it took me a long time to do it. Struggle with Hecarin. Interesting. Right? Make sense of that. I know you're so... Do you know what it is? It's counterattacks. This guy doesn't ah, have counterattacks. Because yeah. I also struggled with the next boss in this section for the That's exact same reason, because they have counterattack. Mm, I see. I see. Um, but yeah, Zompor, I I'm, I'm emulating this too, so I got to the point of dying so many times that i was just using speed up which in hindsight probably made things worse because it makes it harder to kind of make split second decisions when your battles are even faster than they normally are but i was like i don't have yeah. fucking time for you zomborn really no really experiencing anymore. how this game was meant to be played by uh continually going back to a save state and using yeah. speed up just to try <laughs> yeah. to get through it exactly. <laughs> well, took the brute force initiative in trying to yeah. beat fucking zombor over here yeah, i was going okay. to sprint my way through zombor whether it was a thousand times that i had to do it i was like no, I'm just going to safe state here and I'm going to speed up through this. Um, ultimately did defeat Zombor uh, after after many tries. And he gives you, I think you get 1,500 gold? Yeah, you get 1,500 gold from defeating him at 300 XP. Okay, what is TP? So, I don't know. All I know is that when oh, I gain cool. TP, um, my I think paper. they're tech points because tech points that makes when sense. I and then gain, builds up your tech points so you can use yeah more. and then so i when i gain tp i so i unlocked in this leg this fucking <clears throat> an antiode bomb or something that's like a marley and luca tech dual tech where... luca has been chilling with the elder in the end of time since Bro. we've gotten there so which i regret in going to this next section because you like this antiode bomb marley freezes them and then luca hits them with fire and they blow up and it does like minimum 460 damage like is yeah I it's like a like, nuke i unlock like an ice sword later on and that does like 500 damage yeah. which is really cool yeah so you um, get that like um when chrono when you get tp chrono learns cleave yeah which is like a powerful slash that he jumps down and hits and you can also use luca to do a fire slash or marley to use an ice slash Mm -hmm. so yeah. it's it is worth swapping out a little bit i mean robo's cool because he's tanky but in this leg the magic was just so useful that i ended up keeping robo well, again in the end of time. i will talk about it going forward but having luca's flamethrower ability would have made this next section significantly less tedious than it was mm -hmm. um yes we zombor defeated we continue past the other side of the bridge a um, couple points of interest here. You can go to Fiona's villa. You can get some mid ethers. There's kind of two chests there. You can grab mid ethers. Uh, you can go down and enter poor market. Is that how we're saying that? Poor, poor, pore, pore. It sounds weird to say poor, so I'm just gonna say poor. That's, that's why I was confused. I don't want to. I don't want to assume you're poor. I don't want to assume you're. Uh, I think you can get here. gold armor here, right? For like all of your party members. I did not do that. Oh, bro. All of my party members have gold 
gold nice. suits and then when i was in, in berets when i was in the mountains they all got gold helms so they're like fully golded oh, yeah. out bro oh yeah you're right i need to go back and do this yeah it's a big defense boost man big big defense boost i didn't do any of this i went straight to the cursed woods i went I mean, to this place and i was like yeah couldn't, couldn't gold is actually a terrible material to try to make armor out of, but mm -hmm. it's, it's a video game, so it looks dope. I'll give them a pass. But I think the big thing here is um, everyone is talking about the hero, mm -hmm. and they're talking Who about how the emblem or the hero's the hero's badge or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's, yeah, basically some dude running around with like a sheriff's badge from a fucking cereal box just on his shirt. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're doing the sheriff sounds. I was like, what are you whistling? <laughs> yeah. And um, he, you, you keep hearing about how he's going to save the, the continent and he's going to save the war and da da yeah. da da. da. And, and then he's a child. <laughs> I wonder who he grows up to be. Oh, we'll find out maybe. But he, he does turn out to be a child. Um, yeah. I was really hoping it would be the person we meet in the Cursed Woods. I agree. That's what I thought, but unfortunately, it's not the case. Uh, Curse Woods. Well, I mean, technically, it is. I mean, well, yeah, I, right. you're right. You're I right. I guess yeah. so. In yeah, the right. end, it is. Yeah, I He's guess the so. One yeah, yeah. The thing in the first place. Uh, yeah, we go into the Curse Woods, um, and we go here a couple times, and there's some enemies here, but I was, could not be bothered. I was, I was juking and diving through these enemies like <laughs> nobody's business. Um, and yeah, you, you he was get... not battling anyone, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great." We're just, just, just and get our fucking booty holes stretched. Just, just in the cursed woods, because when we get to the fucking Donadero Mountains, there's lots of force battles, and I did lots of battles to just grind, anyways. But in the cursed woods, I was like, "No, nah, I got, I got places to be. I'm not finding these dumbass frogs." <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you get to, you you get to the very end and uh, of the cursed woods, which is very short. It's kind of this like small strip of woods at the very end. There's kind of a rustling bush and if you go around the end of the bush you lead into a secret passageway which is frog's house frog from from before the frog man the frog swordsman frog yeah. from frog fractions frog oh just, my god <laughs> he just comes down frog, frog and like jumps in and it's just like yo what are you doing in my bedroom yeah and he's also he's still also very like sad that he uh sad bitch yeah. boy that he could not He's save the like, queen. Oh, himself. nobody loves me. I'm a sad frog. I'm not a superhero anymore. Go away. He's and you can't talk to him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just becomes like, very. You uh, literally sits in the corner. I was all expecting uselessly. to come back here, and he's just like hanging from his ceiling. <laughs> oh, God, imagine that. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um. So uh -huh. now. We did jump forward a little bit. Now is when you basically go around and you find the child, and the child is like, "I am not the hero." This place people... is fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's pretty much the vibe. Literally, the he's like, yeah. he's Isn't like, I like. Uh, just before the mountains, I believe mm. you basically are like, I. Uh, oh, hang on, wait, no, it is the we go mountains first. Yeah, you are correct. Mountains. Yeah, yeah. After the woods, you like head to the mountains. The hill yeah, and the weird. Yeah, because they fucking you, pig dude comes. You get told that the um, you get told that the hero is more than likely in Denodoro Mountains. Yeah, um, and that's where we go. Yeah, 
Um, but you're right. We well, do meet this this little kid and this this individual here, and he's kind of on an upper ledge and jumps down and runs away from these very large. These are probably more accurately Shrek-like creatures than Hecarim mm-hmm, was. Yes, they look uh, like also um, lulls you into a false sense of security because the first one's just normal, uh, and you're like cake. one hit KO, and you're like, oh fuck yeah, and then one with a hammer appears, and you're like, oh no. No, no, no. Let me tell this you, takes no man, damage because you have Luca on your team. So that I, I don't know if you put yeah, together you that if burn you, away the if hammer, you use, yeah, fire burns his hammer. But like even some of our strongest attacks, 20, 30 damage at most. So I, I only found that out through mistake. Apparently, there is a piece of dialogue you can come a lot across if you talk to enough people in the continent or like that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mention how you know there's somebody with a wooden hammer, so if you could just burn the hammer away, you wouldn't be so strong. Yeah. But for some reason, that hammer makes his defense stupid. Like, he just becomes a tank. And so, then I talk about tedious like fights all throughout this because I was way too fucking lazy to go back and grab Luke and then come back. Nah, nah, I'm not doing that. But oh damn, that made going to the Nod. We literally have like happens. wild weapons. Like you mm-hmm. can't do anything against a fucking like whirlwind blade with a hammer. This doesn't make any goddamn yeah, sense. This is a fucking ass backward savage with a wood hammer. You're telling me that my super sword can't kill this? Bro, I yeah. was running around with Marley and Luca, and I had like a crossbow, and Luca has like a fucking photon plasma gun from the he year 2300. <laughs> And I was just like, what? Um, but I struggled with these guys for a hot minute before I accidentally stumbled across Burn in the hammer. And then they turn into these one-shot guys that you can... Well, yeah, they're just the normal guys without the hammer, right? And literally one of Kronos slash, like normal slash will just take them out. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, and it's like 150 that... damage and they're dead. Yeah, and then if you get that nice sexy crit where he does the backhand slash and you get two and it goes up to like two thirty. Is that just a, like a like a percentage thing? Is that like just like a roll to get to get that crit? I'm pretty sure it's just the like an RNG thing that when you attack there is right. X chance there will be a because crit. I know it's not like Super Mario RPG or the Paper Mario games, but I'm always like tapping the A button to try to get like that extra oh hit. God, I do it I'm, constantly. <laughs> I so I've been playing Paper Mario Origami Kin on right. the back of playing Chrono Trigger, and the amount of times that someone's come to attack me while I'm playing and you're pressing Chrono A Trigger, to defend, and I'm pressing A to try and block. <laughs> yep, I do that uh, constantly. Um, but yeah, but the the Denodoro Mountains are again pretty straightforward. There's a little more lengthy than some of the other, like the cave Hecarim Cave that we've we've been to. Um, yeah. But other than these weird Shrek-like creatures, there's a couple new enemies too. There's like these birds that are also ninjas, and they kind of so spin they... around and throw like shurikens uh, at you. You guys aren't super familiar with D and D, but anyone who's played D and D, they're like Kenku. Kenku are like humanoid bird creatures. I don't know what that is. Um. But they are essentially that. They're like humanoid birds that spin around in a circle. And they throw shuriken at you. And if it hits you, it just chips off like 5 HP. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also do things like kick you down ladders when you're trying to climb up them and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, little, they're little assholes. I was, did not appreciate them. I also do remember avoiding a lot of <laughs> enemies in this section too. What's the name of the green dude from Street Fighter? Oh, um, um, um. You know the guy I'm on about, right? Yeah, he has the orange hair. I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you looking him Green. up? 
Oh yeah, Green Guy Street Fighter. I don't know. I keep having E Honda in my head. Okay, there you go. It's not E Honda because I know that who E Honda is. E Honda. They look like blank. He's a character. E Honda is like a Japanese sumo wrestler in Street Fighter. Yeah, and he goes like with his hand really quickly. Yeah. Was it was it Blanca? Is that what you said his name? Blanca. Yeah. That's what these fuckers look like, man. They do. That'd be cool. Cross Chrono Trigger Street Street Fighter crossover. Cross Fighters Chrono Fighter. Oh, okay. That's all you have to And we happen upon a cave. <laughs> uh, yeah. So little items that we can get here and there too. I did you grab the Mirage hand? Oh, you're not even using Robo. That's right. I did grab the Mirage hand though. I did not grab the Mirage hand. I was I was curious if you saw how much more damage it did versus like the weapon that he has now. So I was curious. You're not even not. using yeah. the character I'm using that would use this item. I didn't grab it. You can you can equip it to him even though he's not there, and it does boost his attack by like a fair bit. I think it's all boosted it like sort of nine or ten on his oh, like shit. base attack damage. Why don't you go back and get this? I would a hundred percent recommend going back and getting it, especially since I've almost primarily got a lot of things you need Marley. to go back and get, my friend. Yeah, I know Marley and uh, Robo. Uh, they're two characters I've primarily been using. Uh, mm. But before we get into I the just cave, don't understand why these bosses are so hard. Oh, these bosses are easy. The first time in this Skips game, every misses every. Yeah. Chest. I skip every fight and I don't pick anything up. But uh, Masamune was a piece easy. of cake. I beat these guys at the first try. It wasn't hard at all. Oh fuck these guys! I struggle wow. with these guys again. But before we get into that, the, right before you get into the cave, there's kind of like a large waterfall, and you can fall down this waterfall, which brings you back to the beginning of this, and you have to retrek through the area, mm-hmm. which I was did not know and was very sad when it happened. But I was like, oh. Uh, so there is also. There's also yeah. a broken ladder that once you go down, you can't climb back up. And that yes. is like the point of no return for this yeah. area. Unless you do that waterfall that we was just talking about. Uh, but right next to the waterfall is the cave yeah. where you walk in and there's just a child. It's a little boy. And you just walk past him and you're like, right, fuck that kid. I don't know who he is. And you walk up and there's like some sword in the stone shit. There's this like sword that's been stabbed into mm-hmm. the ground and oh, there's a up. god ray lighting on it. And you're like, well, if Zelda taught me anything, this shit is fucking important. <gasps> the sword to defeat mm-hmm. evil's bane. And so you and go and interact like, with it and the kid's like, oh, no. Are you here to, to release Masamune? And we're like, the fuck? And then we said no twice. Yeah, we're like, I we're lie to this kid. That's like the prompt. It's like if you <laughs> say no, then I'm gonna go back and turn back. Yeah. Oh, he just keeps yes. coming back. Okay. Yeah, he just keeps coming back. He just like walks around you, and you walk back up the stairs, yeah. and he keeps it's, coming it's back essentially around. a prompt. Like if you say no, it's like do you? It's essentially do you want to start this boss fight? If you don't, if you want to go yeah. grind some more, if you want to find some more items, and you can do that. It's just this fucking yeah. eight-year-old spiky-haired kid. Like you want to go? Yeah, go. Really, you're like, uh, knee him in the face. Then, then suddenly another child appears when you decide to take the sword, and they're like, "We got a challenge. We, have we need to challenge them." And then they start fucking spinning and turn into demons. Yeah. And you're just and like, this "What is, fuck this is, is happening this right is now?" Masa and Mune, and so each of these have a thousand uh, HP each. They don't have any weaknesses, and they have very heavy hitting attacks that. They they both will attack at the same time too. Like they have this X strike attack where they'll target one enemy and they'll both kind of I mean, run. It's only forty them. to sixty. It's not that bad. So the, fast though. It's repetitive. Yeah. This is what screwed me over. All right, mm. because basically you put two and two together in defeating them. That once one of the brothers dies, 
or once one of the brothers is defeated, there is a prompt that comes up that says Masa and Mune are not strong enough on their own. And the battle stops, and now you go into phase two of the battle. Mm-hmm. Well, if you attack Massa, he is the one that prompts this X strike attack. You have to attack Mune, which is the one oh. on the left with the purple collar. If you focus Mune, he will not, there will be no X strike counterattack. It is a counterattack from when you attack Massa. So you can either yeah. focus Mune. So I, I or... just focus Mune is what I did, and that's how I won. I was just focusing that side, just using a Chrono's cleave attack over and over again. See, I kept focusing Massa and was like, why the mm. fuck is this bro attacking me so much? <laughs> um, and it turns out that uh, you can use Luca's Hypno Wave to put both of them to sleep mm. and then just focus on Mune, Mune, and Massa will just be unable to do anything because they don't wake up until you attack them. That's interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. I just kind of started attacking Mune for no reason. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on his end. I was attacking both of them kind of the entire time, but I didn't put two and two together that in attacking Masa, that's why they were doing that X-Streg attack, uh, which is interesting. Neither but, did I until I read the walkthrough. Yeah. After you defeat both of them, they're like, oh, wow, you guys are you guys are pretty good, but you haven't seen our final form. And legitimately, like Dragon Ball Z fusion hot, like almost the dance mm-hmm. and everything. They yeah. fuse into yeah, Masa like, Mune. Like with, like put ma- their hands together. Yeah, they like jump to the side and it's like with Masa's strength <gasps> and with Mune's brains. They and then they fuse. F- fuse into like uh, this like Margin Boo. does look like Margin Boo. Margin Boo mixed with Ganon like pig fucking creature that is a tanky motherfucker. Yeah. 3600 HP. 3600 HP. Uh, oh, oh, we didn't talk well just previously. Massa and Mune before they split, they have a whirlwind attack that causes chaos on one of your cre- uh, one of your party members and causes you to attack another party member. And you they have did to that unfortunately for us. He just kept missing. Yeah, so they did it, was, it on, did on Robo. Robo, but Robo missed every single attack he tried doing on Chrono. Okay, now, question, and I'm curious. Yeah. We might have to look this up, or if people are listening, they might be able to tell us. Okay. Can chaos affect Robo because Robo is not a living organism? Can he be confused because he technically yes. doesn't have a brain? I mean, yeah. he does get yeah. confused, and he does attack Chrono. He just happened to miss. Oh, damn. Okay. I was hoping there was yeah. like some sort of fucking epic, like... Because no. they made that whole big point about how he can't learn magic because he's not living, and I was like, oh, is that like a... Like a gimmick? Can I use that to my advantage? But no. no. Robo's just blind. He just, he just can't hit very well. He's like, nah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now we're fighting the, the bulky tank that is Majin Masumune. And, <laughs> and he, this is what I was talking about earlier, Majin where Mune. he has the attack where he'll, um, his, he'll counterattack, but if you hit him before he does his counterattack, then it'll stop his counterattack at all. So I was mm-hmm. anytime he did that, I was like, Chrono, get, get that slash going. Kill him before he can do that. And a lot of it was just me waiting till... Because at this point, I had the Ice Sword ability with uh, Marley and Chrono. So for the most yeah, part, I was... like 500 damage. Yeah, exactly. So for the most part, I was using... I was actually using Robo to heal the squad using his heal beam and then using... Uh, Marley and Chrono to Ice Sword and then uh, heal and everything like that too. So, so I, I struggled quite a bit with this guy um, purely because, again, counterattacks. I'm not very bright to them. <laughs> um, so now I just know whenever the game 
has the creature talk to me mid fight, it means they're doing something. That's just the assumption I've come to because he yeah. says storing tornado energy and you're supposed to use your wind slash ability that cancels that out and stops yeah. that counter attack that Jared was talking about because that counter attack mm-hmm. is just a counter attack. So it chips off like 50 damage. Sorry. Yeah. It chips off like 50 damage, but isn't his main attack. So then he will do his main attacks afterwards. Right. Um, so I did something similar to you. I was healing with Marley and then I was doing a fire sword with yeah. Luca and Finn. And then sometimes I do the antiode that I learned mm-hmm. and I do the antiode when I, when he was storing tornado energy, cause then Chrono could slash and cancel that out. Yeah. So I mean, once you learn the gimmick, it's not terrible. Yeah. I learned real quick. So I don't think I looked at the walkthrough for this. Um, but the tornado energy does 120 damage to everybody. Oh, yes. So I was like, this needs to not happen again. We we have to make sure that this doesn't happen anymore because it's fucking big time. And like, not from Robo, who has a ton of health. He, I think our Robo has like 260 HP. I think mine's about that, probably. Yeah. 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 Like, not only does he do a shit ton of damage, has a shit ton of health, he has no weaknesses, drops nothing. Gives yep. you next to no gold for the battle that you have to do, and gives you next to no XP really. Yep. Like five hundred XP is fuck all. Um, we get a broken sword. So... <laughs> I mean, I'm I confused. Is the the sword is Massa Mune, but then the children are Massa and Mune. Like, are they the yes. sword? No, they're, they're just the guardians the of the sword, and they yeah. happen to name themselves after it. Yeah. Okay, the sword is Massa Mune, and they are the uh, guardians of said sword. So yeah, after you beat the children which is a weird sentence uh they're like wow this has never happened before since blah 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 i don't remember what they say cyrus <laughs> cyrus yeah they're like we haven't seen anyone this strong since cyrus okay i guess you're worthy go take your sword and the sword is broken yeah uh, but the sword has on its fucking blade i don't remember what it is it's the wizard guy's name the old fucking dude Melquire. 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 He is, uh, we didn't talk about him, but he is in 600 AD. He's in a hut. Yeah. He is the only human on this monster continent. And That's right. That's uh, right. Oh, no, he's in 1000 yeah. AD in Medina. He is the only one that will sell you weapons at a reasonable price. Right. At, at that. So. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and so we have to go to Tata's house, I believe, now. Mm-hmm. Is that the child? Correct. Yep. That's the that's the father of the child, maybe. Uh, I think or it's Tata the child. Tata's the child, because when you talk to oh, when the father comes yeah. in, it says Tata's father. <laughs> Not to be confused with Masa or Mune, who are defending Tata is the hero of of time that was he chosen was the small because boy. he found a badge on the forest floor and put right. on a cape. Um, and so we go there, and the kid's like, "I'm out, dog. This yeah. is too much for me. I can't handle this anymore. The yep. pressure's too much." And then his dad is pretty much like, I knew you were pathetic. Yeah, his dad was just fucking weak like, child. He's like, I knew, I knew you yeah. didn't I have knew you were shit. a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and so we get the badge. And then we went back to the fucking Frog, and Frog was like, ah, uh, you have a badge. Well, Frog had the other Masamune. side of the sword. He had the, the broken hilt. But he's, he's like, like yeah. I'm not, even if it was fixed, I'm not worthy enough to wield this sword. It's like, okay, okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Let's get you some happy so tea. then we have to go to Messerschmitt. Milkwire and uh, a lot of a lot of just traveling at this point. That's what this section is. It's like a fetch quest. It is much. literally a fetch quest. Yeah, because yeah. now we're tasked to repair the sword. So we go back to a thousand AD. 
we travel back to that continent so we can meet with Melquire. And Melquire is like, oh, I haven't seen that sword in a thousand years. <laughs> okay, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard, by the way. Because Melquire is like, yo, the sword is broken. You need moon rocks to fix the sword. Dreamstone? And I'm like, <laughs> whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, and we're like, okay, why? And he's like, well, no one has seen him in a million goddamn years. And, you know, th- that's what I need to fix the sword. Why wouldn't we just go back and get the sword when it was normal? We have fucking time trap. Why do I have to go find a rock so you can fix it? I can just go back well, we in time have, and get the sword. We have when it time wasn't travel to very specific points in time. Maybe we don't have the point in time when that sword was. Uh, we don't have to go with the whole team. Fucking Chrono can go by himself. The All problem, you have to do is take a sword. You can't handle that shit. The problem is we only have access to snippets of time, that's, and yeah, we don't know the we don't know the snippet of time that we need we, to yeah. find Masamune. We don't have like a dial that we can just like. How the fuck do we go back to when there's moon rocks? How do we know when that shit happens? Because. What if there's no moon rocks and where we end up? He says to us that moon rocks haven't existed for millions of years. And we have a 65 million BC portal. We have a 65 million so. BC pool. So And so that is our next yes. destination. Some bullshit. We're going to dinosaur land, bro. Yeah, aren't you excited we're going to dino land? You love dinos. I don't like the reason we're going. To fix a sword. To get dreamstone. To, to get a frog's confidence back. This feels... <laughs> This feels way too much like Wizard of Oz. It's <laughs> trying to find fucking the courage of the frog. It's very um, typical uh, like JRPG fetch questy stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. kind of inflating that playtime a little bit for yeah. no real reason. Yeah. But that's the end of this episode. We are now tasked to going to the past past, the way, way back, and finding some dreamstone so we can repair the sword and repair the frog's courage, question mark. We meet my new wifey. What? That's what I had to check. We meet a new character and I had to check her age and she's 24, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Maybe you should have checked. 24 million years old. That's okay. Uh, I knew I checked her age before I said she was wifey. It's fine. Okay. All right. Was it a a mid-sentence check? No, no. No. You know, you know, like 25 minutes ago when I was like, you reminded me I need to Google something. (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) That's all I Googled. You're, right, you're, no, you're rolling okay. that you're rolling that mid sentence check right now, and you're uh, oh yeah, yeah <laughs> you're like uh, twelve. Uh, oh god. But yeah, let's get into kind of some of our thoughts here. Uh, ben, kind of sum up to me how you felt about this section of the game. This may have been my least favorite section, um, Ooh, purely sure. just because of those counter attacks that we were talking about. There's like this mm. whole counter attack me- mechanic that isn't really explained at all in the game maybe it was explained in the manual i don't know i'm emulating i can't tell you um it just made this section feel so much longer than it was and so much longer than it needed to be Interesting. Uh, okay i know that now going forward if somebody says something to me mid-battle i gotta slice them I need to work out what to slice them with, but I need to slice them. Um, it's just, yeah, like I said, I, I don't, I don't want to ramble on too much. It just felt very fetch questy and very um, unnecessary. Yeah. Maybe that's just the way that, because of the way we do the show and we have to split the episodes up and stuff like that. It's just unfortunate yeah. that 
this is the section that it's been split into. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, personally, I was I was not a massive fan of this section. It just felt unnecessary. That's something that I hadn't really considered. I mean, other than games that kind of have a very distinct chapter layout, I wonder if also kind of how we're splitting things up could also uh, i mean it's the section itself so i mean you Mm. you can have issues with the with the content in the section but i hadn't even considered like how i might be splitting up or we're splitting up the sections could also affect an opinion going into it too i didn't even really consider that i just i didn't know if because i struggled with hecran and the counter-attack and i struggled with masamune in the counter-attack i didn't know like back to back yeah yeah. if if masamune was next section if maybe i wouldn't have felt that it was as tedious but it might have been more I'd jaded probably... to it. You'd be like, oh, now this section fucking sucks. There's another counter exactly, yeah. I have to deal with. I, uh, I yeah. can't tell you which way around it would have gone. But yeah. these chapters that we played just felt very long and very fetch questing and very unnecessary. Yeah. Kai, some of your thoughts. How do you feeling? I'm starting to get it. I don't like it. Like, it's not for me. But I'm starting to understand the appeal which helps in in my appreciation of the game mm-hmm. that is as these good were a some compliment of my... as someone is it's, gonna it's, get it's, <laughs> these were these were some of my favorite so far mm-hmm. that i think we've played through in that they are simplistic and straightforward mm. and it's about the grind and yeah. there's environment diversity and the enemies are interesting ish i mean i hope they continue to develop from here but like yeah masamune is a cool idea the the skeletor guy zombor with his like five mini skeletons that turn into two giant skeletons like that's a cool that's a cool concept like okay i I, and i'm putting myself in the perspective of someone from 1994 like i could see how that's like oh that's that's really cool like that's a cool concept it doesn't forgive the lack of story, the lack of clear guidance. Like you definitely have to play this game with a walkthrough or you're going to struggle bus and it's going to take you twice as long, Um, which is fine. Like I think that was an expectation for a lot of games at this time is that they were either incredibly difficult or you had a walkthrough that you were referencing from some, you know, game magazine um, that you were subscribed to. Maybe like Nintendo Power. Like a Nintendo Power, exactly, um, where you had information and access uh, to that. But yeah, I mean, I agree that this section is is fetch questy. I think that the whole time mechanic is fucking stupid for the most part, and like it's a lot of plot armor, as you guys said, which is you know just because it is a trope within JRPGs doesn't mean that it's acceptable, um, especially in a game that is is highly uh lauded as this one for being you know oh mm-hmm. this, is, this is the creme de la creme of 90s jrpgs and it's like okay well if this is the best and this is the storytelling ability that they had then that doesn't speak well to an entire genre of games but mm. um yeah i think i get it like i get why people would be into this <laughs> i get it because i like farming sims and it's a lot of the same right. thing you it's like that like, kind of grind farming sims aren't about the content. narrative farming sims are just about seeing what you can build and like logging in every day and and experiencing a world that you you know have built a specific connection to and it this is in a lot of ways a similar thing where it's like it's very 
grindy it's very like you get to decide what characters you're using and what way you're approaching the world you literally could consistently go in and just you know be enemies for as long as you wanted and i mean that's that's cool if that's what you're into then this game you probably enjoy at least it's not as like campy and fucking annoying as super mario rpg was where it was just like terrible Mm. humor and bastardization of like really iconic video game characters in a way that was just like annoying and on the nose um at least this is like interesting and out there and different and you know the art is beautiful like we were talking about the environmental design and absolutely it is painterly it is interesting it is you know varied and diverse when you go to different areas and i think that you know that has merit as well i'm fucking tired of the music um, but there is one banger of a song in the overworld that I literally can't fucking stop singing when it comes on. So like there are there are some, there's some slappers, you know, in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also think we've stagnated with the characters that we found, um, and so I'm I'm happy to hear that there's a, a new another character, character going to be introduced um, to this blog. coming yeah. down the coming down the way that you know maybe can join the gang. I think we've we've had the four base characters that we've had now for you know almost. 10 chapters and so you know adding some some additional variety there um will probably help as well i would like to see a little bit more character development i think at this point the characters are just kind of who they are and like we're not really learning anything about them we only get like the introduction of you know oh i'm marley i'm a princess and like that's it and now it's just like nope she's part of the team and that's all we got going on yeah um so hopefully we, we learn a little bit more about the characters who did decide to join our team since those are like our main interaction with the game but yeah i mean the more i play it the more i get it but the more i'm like it's definitely not for me like it's not my my cup of tea but i can see the appeal and I couldn't at the beginning, so that's it's growth and improvement. That's awesome. No, that's genuinely great. You've I you just, reached your character development arc in this. Yeah, episode. you. This is yeah. your arc, man. It started off it. as your villain, uh, start, <laughs> like story, but uh, there was a one hundred and thirty-one page detailed Chrono Trigger. Oh Ninten- shit! <laughs> Chrono Trigger Nintendo Player's Guide. Um, there you go. And that is not something I'm going to discuss, but that is something that I don't like about 90s and 80s Nintendo games is that it feels like lots of them were just made in such a way to send, like, to sell Nintendo Power and to sell those. That it also seems like people guys. like that shit too. Fumi like also hates Nintendo guides. Apparently, she's <laughs> fucking screaming in the background. She heard the word Nintendo guides and she's like, Wah! "Yeah, she's like, I'm so, have you been here heard her the entire time? Because she's been from yes. for both of your uh, summaries. I've not heard anything." Hell yeah! Yeah, we started we started talking, and she was like, "No." I, I I have a setting on my mic that's like boomy, and it just like cancels out any kind of boomy background noise. <laughs> it's just a noise gate. It's a noise gate, but just for that pitch. Frequency of your cat. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, yeah, those are both very interesting uh, perspectives. Cause, like, I think for me, I'm trying to uh, not just be like, "Wow, I had a good time," but actually like just, like try to figure out what I liked and disliked about this. <laughs> wow, I had a good time. <laughs> but like, wow, I had a good time. Uh, no, I would say honestly, the section was pretty mid for me. You know, I, I I kind of checked out of the story, and even I was talked about it before. That's not necessarily something that's too important to me. Like Kai was saying, I'm someone that does like the grind and like the like that aspect of RPGs. And if they have an interesting narrative or something that's compelling, that's just kind of extra on top, and that's an extra benefit. And we've gotten some of that sprinkled throughout the game a little bit. Um, 
but even some of like the, the fights i've I, I i ended up avoiding a lot of battles in this just because i couldn't be bothered to do any kind of they, they felt more tedious in this section for some reason than they have before uh, i don't know why i enjoyed the boss fights i loved i loved um Remind me of Skeletor's name. Uh, Zombor. 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 Even though I struggled with Zombor, it was a welcomed challenge to this because it seemed for the most part that most of these bosses have been pretty straightforward. I mean, even ones that have like counterattacks or whatever, it seemed like there hasn't been a lot of struggle. And Zombor kind of added something different where there now there's this boss and he has two individual parts to him and each individual part can be hit and not hit by a specific item or a specific uh, element. Like that's interesting. And I think that's an interesting mechanic to add to your boss and again it, it presented me with a challenge of i did this like 10 times to try to beat this which i hadn't been done with a lot of the bosses going forward um same with kind of masa and Mune. even though i didn't struggle with them as as much i think they're cool i think it was cool to have the kind of these two little kids end up being like the spirit guides to this sword and fighting them individually and then having them fused together i mean dragon ball came out in 1984 so like little kids that like may watch dragon ball in, in japan when this came out they're like what they did the fusion dance and that's kind of like a cool nod to like mm-hmm. akira toriyama and and his work in dragon ball so that's really cool that's just that's just fun to see um but yeah this section specifically i was like hey, it's okay like it was fine i think the grind was okay and nothing in the story was was super interesting um i do like the continued varied uh and diverse uh areas that we've seen and enemies too. I like how they're continuously adding new enemies. And even in areas like we're in 600 AD and we fought a lot of the creatures in here, but they're continuously adding more, whether it's like the little skeleton creatures or the ninja birds or the big Shrek creatures. Uh, I like more of that. I, I like the, they're continuing adding more diverse enemies and I'm down for that, but it was all right. I didn't, I didn't dislike this section by any means, but it wasn't like, I, I didn't, I noticed I wasn't having as much fun as I was in some of these sections previous, but excited think, nonetheless to uh, continue on this quest. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm, I don't, I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy myself. It just felt yeah. very long, like I said. I do like the, which is interesting. Burning I thought of it the wooden hammer pretty, and... pretty quick. Like, I thought the section went by pretty quickly. Yeah, but I mean, I fought Hecron like thirteen times, and <laughs> yeah, I, I had to fight Masamune like ten times. So I guess I, that's fair. The burning of like, the wood thing is really cool. Yeah, I like the burning of the hammer to sort of make the enemy less powerful and stuff, and mm-hmm. I like to see more of that going forward. So yeah, fingers yeah, crossed. Like little things that we can do to maybe subdue some of the characters and make them more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. Use our use our existing elements in different capacities. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's it for this episode of Chrono Trigger. We're excited to see what happens next in our journey to uh, boost a frog's ego, which is mm-hmm. essentially what this next quest is going to be doing. <laughs> oh, fuck. <me. laughs> okay. uh, but now yep. we're getting into everyone's favorite section, the recommended section, where we recommend you stuff that we think is cool and we think dun, you should just check out. Dun, 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 Kai's already playing dun, dun, the theme, dun, dun, but play dun, that theme. Dun, 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 that is Pokemon. Copyright claim. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, But the theme that Benjamin presented with us today was we were tasked to present uh, films that were so bad 
that they're good. We had a whole, we had a whole like discussion about this the for other us. day for us. Right. That was the that was the caveat, that was the caveat. for us. Things oh, that yeah. like yeah. we can watch and we enjoy. We know that they're terrible as we're watching them. Like this is bad, yeah. but for some reason, us individually, we enjoyed uh, enjoyed it. So I'm Ben. I'm curious. You go first. What do you what do you have for us? Oh, I got three it? movies for you. Oh, I have one. Cool. Uh, you have some more. The first Wait, one. Come on. Three. Well, I tried to limit myself. I can. I mean, I can talk three about. Three limiting. Limiting. <laughs> Well, because I I can talk about I can talk about the room, but I've never seen the room. I we just also know had a discussion that it's, about this too. No, see that you it has to be for yourself though. That's yeah. it. Exactly. Everyone knows so, the room is terrible. Um, yeah. So for That's... for me, to me, the granddaddy of bad movies that are good is Starship Troopers, nineteen ninety seven. Absolutely 100%. fucking dumbass, goofy movie, but is also yes. somehow brilliant. It's just about humans trying to fight off uh a invasion of bug creatures and it's just mayhem but brilliant uh second one 1997 again uh batman and robin george clooney this, is batman this is when i brought up when kyra and i were talking about this yeah this george clooney is batman uma thurman as poison ivy arnold schwarzenegger as mr freeze jim carrey uh... as the riddler uh yeah. tommy lee jones as two-face what a what a, what a cast. cast right like i mean they really had everything going for them those are some of the biggest actors it of, still was hot even garbage. continuing into our generation like jim carrey and george clooney and uma thurman and like jesus christ yeah there was a lot of big names um it's they fucked that shit up it's like a train wreck like it's so you can't bad help you just like can't watch. help but watch it like george clooney <laughs> is an awful batman Jim Carrey as the Riddler, I think, was fucking brilliant. I love oh, Jim yeah. Carrey as the Riddler. That's like part of his character, like he just playing like an insane person. Like that's that's mm-hmm. perfect for a Jim Carrey's character. Even Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face was pretty good, to be honest. But really, they just hate how yeah, they're in filming that in filming that. Uh, that yeah, the, there's a there's very famous stories that Tommy Lee Jones like would verbally assault Jim Carrey because he Jim Carrey just so like much. he's his person in real life too. He's a very like method actor, and he's like, I'm gonna be this person forever. And Tommy Lee Jones mm-hmm. is like this guy's a piece of shit, and he's he doesn't take this seriously. <laughs> the the, yeah. the whole movie's awful, but if you've never seen it, you have to watch it. Um, and then the last one I've got is from I think it's twenty yeah twenty fifteen, uh, a movie called Con Fury, which is like it was a kickstarted movie about oh, no. <laughs> it's about it's it's so it's set in the eighties. And it plays, it pays homage to like martial arts movies and police movies from the 80s. But it's just so stupid and batshit crazy. Um, basically, I, I can't even remember the plot. I know at one point he goes back in time and there's like a woman in leather armor that has like a machine gun, mini gun, but she rides around on a dinosaur. <laughs> and it's just. It is absolutely crazy, and it is another train wreck hot mess, but you have to watch it. I mean, it's got Michael Fassbender in it somehow for some reason, (laughs) Um, and I can't say his last name, Jorma Jorma Tacone from Lonely Island. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays Adolf Hitler, so... What? What is this movie? (laughs) Which is ironic, because I'm pretty sure he's Jewish. 
That's probably part of the part of the. Well, joke. yeah, if you're gonna have someone play Hitler, they you have, have to be have Jewish. Be a Jew, ironically. But he, he's it's like Taika Waititi playing Hitler, Hitler yeah. and fucking yeah. Jojo Bunny. He's he's basically um. It, it, yeah, it's about like a martial arts cop who goes back in time to try and kill Adolf Hitler, and it's just batshit crazy, but fucking awesome, and yeah. you have to watch it. It's just yeah. I can't describe Cum Fury to you. It's short. It's like, I want to say like 45 minutes. It's not a super long movie, but. Yeah. That's not a movie. <laughs> that is a, a television. television that's a pilot. Exactly. It's a pilot. <laughs> um, nice. Those are all, those are all interesting shouts there. And now I'm more curious about that movie that you, Kung Fury, is that what you said it was? Kung Fury. Yeah. I'm oh pretty sure God. you can find it on YouTube. Um, so a, a quick shout that I wanted to do for mine. I, I, I and I was debating this because one of my choices was going to be Austin Powers, but I don't know if Austin Powers is still good or is just problematic in its you know uh, very misogynistic tone. Uh, and I haven't gone back and watched Austin Powers in a very long time, so I don't know if that's if my feelings are still my true. My gut tells me it's hella problematic. Oh no, I know it's problematic. I just don't know if it's like oh yeah, it's still like kind of funny. If it's like oh this is this is not this is not good. This is aged poorly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my pick was going to be. The 1986 animated film Enchanted Journey. So I have an I have an interesting relationship with this. So I, when I was a kid, I I don't know how old it was. I was probably like nine or ten. I went is, to like is a, this a journey? Like, is this a story that you want on the internet or uh... is it what? Yeah, it, it's suitable for work. It's a good right? story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I bought this, I don't know why, like a local swap meet or anything, and I watched this as a kid, and in my memory, remember loving this. Like, wow, this is, was such a good movie. And for This the, is cinema. This is cinema. And for my entire life going forward, I could not remember what this was. I was like, it's, some, it's about squirrels, and they go to, on an adventure to, to, to find this forest and everything. And I talked to Sakai about it fairly recently, like in the last couple months. And he's like, he looked up chipmunks or something. And there are chipmunks and not squirrels. Um, and we watched it. We found it on YouTube and we watched yeah, it together. We found it. And it was an interesting adventure. I, I look at this and I'm like, this is terrible. It's not good. But I can't help but just loving the charm of this. But it's not bad. It's not terrible. Like That's the wild thing. Yeah. It's terrible, but it is an enjoyable I mean, experience. Orson Welles is like, one Orson of the... Orson Welles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. One of the most famous actors of all time, and then, and arguably one of the per- people who like kickstarted modern cinema, is the voice of like the fucking bird character in this. Yeah. So and bro, uh, what is up with some this other fox? famous actor? Yeah, the fox is the literally right. on crack. The one of the crazy fox that like chases them throughout the. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the, the story of this is a city chipmunk. And he's like he's like owned by these people in the city. He wants to go on an adventure. He wants to see the forest. He wants to see his wild wilderness brethren in the forest. And it's his journey going from the city and meeting like city rats and going and trying to find the forest and his his wild chipmunk brethren. And it's a 1986 animated film. Uh, there may or may not be a musical number and talking pigeons halfway through this, but uh, it's, it's also in Japanese anime style. Yeah, that's the other. It's thing. like '80s anime style, is what it looks like too. Yeah, 1981 yeah. Japanese animated film. Yep. Jesus Christ! But it was great. It's on YouTube, so if you're at yeah, all yeah. interested, go like, watch it on YouTube. Anime. It's it's interesting. It has Orson Welles in it, so all go the check it out. screenshots I'm seeing are very uh, Ghibli esque. Yeah, I would say it kind of has that kind of style to it. Go check it out. But That's anyway. all I got. That's it. Kai. That's 
Take us on, buddy. Okay, I guess I'll, I guess I'll share two since this is the fucking two shares. Well, I, fa- I was only gonna do one, but Ben did three, so I kind of felt obligated to do more. <laughs> um, yeah. So the first one is the first of the Transporter franchise. Uh, mm. It's not a good movie. Yeah, uh, Jason good Statham movie. early in his career. Early Jason Statham. Uh, Baby Statham. An incredible movie. I've probably seen it fifty so, times. We watched Transporter so much. We were so much. Uh, I have I had an obsession with cars as a child, which is carried into adulthood, and that movie uh, is just fetishization of European cars at the time. And so yep. I was like, "This is brilliant." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super fucking corny. It's very misogynistic. I watched it with my fiance because, like, I watched it a lot as a child, and then we went on vacation recently. And I was like, "Oh, we got to watch Transporter. You've never seen it." And then I watched it, and I was like, like "This is problematic. Yeah. Like, this is fucked up." Also doesn't help that uh, my fiance is Asian and the main uh, female interest in that movie is an Asian woman. And it's like a fetishization of Asians. Uh, And she's like, this explains a lot about how you turned out. (laughs) That's that's fucking fair. Um, Not a good movie. Great fucking fucking soundtrack as Nate Dogg uh, as part of that soundtrack, which is incredible. But no, it's it's not good. Uh, the the second one, which was my main one, is is the movie, and this is a very American centric uh, movie take. But National Treasure, uh, uh, Nicholas Cage, National Treasure finest. is not a good movie. It's a very popular movie. It was incredibly successful when it came out. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> the movie's plot is wild. <laughs> there's like there's a treasure map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Which doesn't lead to anything important except a room full of gold. You know what it leads like, to? It leads to a sequel and, just, and another one. <laughs> yeah, there's the three National Treasure movies. I love National Treasure. It make, all of the fucking history is fake as shit. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. But like, I could watch that movie every goddamn day. It's just, it's so entertaining. Everything about it. But um, yeah, so Nick, uh, Nicolas Cage in uh, National Treasure. Something about that it just gets me. Good job, Disney. If you, uh, good job, Disney. If you are a fan of Transporter, um, I'm sure Kai has seen it, but just a general message. If, you've, if you're a fan of Transporter and you've not seen Crank, you need to watch uh, Crank. Crank is fucking... Crank is a good movie that is also just an enjoyable movie. Yeah. It's I think, Transporter just, is a I bad think movie. Crank is also <laughs> pretty misogynistic and problematic oh, it's as oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure... Doesn't he I'm have sex sure. in the middle of like a horse race thing or something like that? Yeah. yeah. In the middle of a crowd, I'm pretty sure, because he has to keep his in heart rate In Chinatown, he, he starts to go down, and he's like, you, you got to suck me off. And she's like, we're in public. And he's like, look, you just you gotta you just gotta nosh me. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's interesting. One. This is a different uh, time making movies in the fucking late <laughs> it 90s. Really was. Let me tell you. Uh, did you know that there is a new National Treasure movie coming out next year? National Treasure: <laughs> The Edge of History. <laughs> the Edge Fuck of History. Me. Not Jesus sure Christ. if Nicolas Cage will be involved, but uh, it's happening. They're doing another one. Yay! I was also gonna do a hot take on here and say that Star Wars Episode Four is I th- a terrible. I thought movie you told me. Th- just... I told you th- told me three. You said uh, yeah. I realized the... I realized it was four, not three. I mean, three is also garbage, to be honest. But you're talking about four, as the, the first Star Wars. Everyone says at all. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh my God, Star Wars!" Three sixty no scope gluck gluck, but it's not good. It's not a good. It's not a good movie. It's an interesting story. It has amazing visual effects for the time, but absolutely. Highly overrated. Yeah. Uh, anyway, those are our recommendations, or kind of not recommendations this week. What are we doing yeah. next week? Oh, is it my I turn? Oh, okay, okay, cool, 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 bet, 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 bet. 
Cool, 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 cool. Your favorite Twitter accounts. Um, <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, we're doing... I can't believe you forgot. We're doing fry and burger combos. Oh, okay. oh, yes. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay. So I want all of you listening at home to, to recommend your favorite burger restaurant, your favorite wherever you can get your best fries, because Kai and I had a very heated argument the other day of burgers and fries, and now I need to know, Ben, your yes. perspective, and all you lovelies at home, what you think the best burger and fries is. That's going to be my recommendation, because I need to know. Are we, and I, and are I need to talking... rant about how terrible In-N-Out fries are, so... I was going to say, are we talking you venues? You fucking bastard. You couldn't even hold your goddamn tongue. <laughs> are we talking like like establishments? We're not talking like a, like a type of burger. Like we're talking like a... Yeah, a place. No, no, we're talking, we're talking fast food. Yeah. 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 Your favorite fast food burger and fries. That's what we're going to recommend. By fast food, do you mean cheap? Because I know some good gourmet burger places. Yeah, no, this is this is shitty. Yeah, I want like the it best has to be shitty burger. Like if they're asking you the, the 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 rareness of your meat, then that's that's out of the question. Oh, okay, right. That that's the line we're drawing on. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> let's put it this way: there has to be at least five locations. Yes, that's my chain. That's my restaurant. description. Okay, chain restaurant. Yes. Okay, if it's a nice chain, hey, sure. they that's get fine. they get a pass okay. then. All right, then. All righty. Yes. Next episode, bring one. bring your let us know on our Discord our social media, what your favorite burger slash fry place is, because we're going to be talking about it at the end uh, of the next the ones episode. that do animal style. Don't even get me started. Animals. We'll talk yes. about it in the next episode. Yes, I don't know what is. that is. You're going to need to and educate me. Yummy, oh, I'll, I'll, and it makes it even better. Oh, I'll educate you, Ben. Don't worry. Um, in the next episode, we will be covering the chapters The Red Rock and Footsteps Follow. Um, yeah, to keep up with that, all of the schedule for is on our social media, Instagram and Twitter. You can see the video versions of the podcast on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok. Join the Discord if you want to have more conversations about games. Have fun recommendations. We'll read out you guys' recommendations on the episode here. Um, but thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. And we'll see you next time with more Chrono Trigger. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace out. Bye. Bye. What a doof. What a doof.